Evidence-Based Medicine, EBM, is the highest standard of medicine. It uses peer-reviewed published scientific research to maximize accurate prediction of outcomes in medical treatment. EBM categorizes different types of clinical evidence and grades them according to the integrity of the results, as defined by minimization of bias and error. While the cornerstone of EBM is the randomized controlled trial, RCT, the RCT model doesn't lend itself easily to addressing the vaccine autism issue for reasons given earlier. The challenges do not mean, however, that we have reached the limits of scientific inquiry. To the contrary, there is critical evidence-based research that can and must be done. In the case of vaccine safety, the evidence base should come from adequate assessment of total health outcomes using designs that are appropriate to address the issues of causality, with clearly and appropriately defined case versus control groups, in case control designs, or exposed versus unexposed groups, in cohort designs. The problems with the majority of studies aiming to address the issue of causality include the failure to define appropriate case groups and the failure to include potential cases as controls. For cohort studies, poorly defined exposure events, with little consideration of the timing of exposures or the cumulative effect of several exposures over time, have contributed to design flaws. Other problems include poor understanding of the actual hypotheses and retrospective analysis of data gathered in studies not originally designed to address the issue. The absence of an adequately designed vaccinated versus unvaccinated study, which many have argued to be the ideal for assessing causality, led to a bill in Congress which sought to remedy this situation. Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney, Democrat, New York, introduced H.R. 2832, the Comprehensive Comparative Study of Vaccinated and Unvaccinated Populations Act of 2007. It never became law. She reintroduced the bill in 2009. To date, the forces of political influence have not prevailed to support the passage of this proposed legislation. As parent advocate and author Mark Blaxell wrote, So the obvious research project of comparing the total health outcomes in vaccinated versus unvaccinated individuals has been rejected, not merely as too expensive. Now it simply must not be done. In the Orwellian logic of the CDC, such studies in humans would be prospectively unethical and retrospectively impossible. Let's be frank here. This is an epistemological obscenity. It's not just that we don't know some very basic things about the safety of the sacred program. We also cannot know and should not seek to know. This stance should offend even the most skeptical scientists. This is where misunderstandings about what epidemiological studies can and can't do become crucial. The accepted position promoted by the CDC is that a study of vaccinated versus unvaccinated individuals can't happen because it would need to be an RCT. Of course it wouldn't. What is needed is a well-designed prospective cohort study. There are no negative ethical implications of this type of study whatsoever. This does not preclude the importance of clinical studies, which are also of crucial importance. But this study should analyze well-designed population studies that isolate well-defined groups and compare their clinical and biomedical presentations with relation to vaccine exposure. No exposure manipulation is required so there are no ethical issues to address in that regard. So why are these studies not being carried out? Dr. Bernadine Healy, a former chief of the National Institutes of Health and current member of the IOM, offers some insight. In May 2008, Dr. Healy said to CBS reporter Cheryl Atkinson, There is a completely expressed concern that they don't want to pursue a hypothesis, 
because that hypothesis could be damaging to the public health community at large by scaring people. First of all, I think the public's smarter than that. The public values vaccines. But more importantly, I don't think you should ever turn your back on any scientific hypothesis because you're afraid of what it might show.